gentlemen, it is Cashmere, California, back. Episode six. Episode six of the Pod is Good podcast. Welcome. Step on in. Step on in. Get on the train. The doors are about to close. Get on the train. Because we're going somewhere today. Now, where? I don't know. I don't know. I know where we're going with. I know the guests for this episode. I know that this episode is going to be another entertaining one. I've actually had this guest on already. And it was a show. Let's just say that it was a show. It was um, by far um, one of our more entertaining shows, though they, I mean, I guess at six, they've kind of all, you know, peaked and kind of hit that, hit that mark. Um, but this one was different because we spent most of the time talking about music. Most of the time talking about music. And I think that we have planned on doing that today. I think today is going to be an extension uh, of that episode. Um, and we're going to get into getting the hip hop, you know, getting the hip hop and where it's at. Um, side note, did, did y'all know? I, I got to do a whole show on this. Did you know that the swastika existed before Nazis? Like, it actually was a Hindu symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of got me when I heard that too. The swastika was a Hindu symbol. And uh, somehow the, the Germans either took it or borrowed it or repurposed something. They, they did something. And next thing you know, throughout all of history, the swastika is only known for Nazi Germany. And the history of it is completely gone that's which is interesting to say because it sounds like what we were just talking about uh in an earlier episode i think episode four we were saying that um uh, when i was on on with ca we were talking about how you can have a great life you can do all the right things and then in one moment if the moment is bad enough it can change history on how people look at you and that the example was oj oj was obviously a football phenom like he's such a joke right now but him being called a juice he was a phenom top dog in college top dog in the nfl like he was a beast then he was also an actor played in movies go watch airplane go he's been in movies he actually had some some comedic timing to him some comedy in him Back in the day, does anybody think about that when they talk about OJ? Does anybody even reference it? If if someone walked on stage, if you went to a comedy show, and whoever the comedian was, whether it was a just local talent, whether it was celebrity talent, but they walked on stage and walked to the mic and said, <clears throat> "Tonight, we're talking about OJ." Who? would be thinking, oh, he said we're going to talk about OJ. We're about to talk about one of the greatest football legends of all time and go over his stats and his... No, you ain't thinking that. You laughing because you're like, oh, we about to get into this crazy OJ situation. Everything about OJ's history starts from the white Bronco till now. That's That's all we talk about when it comes to OJ. And I think that's very interesting when you think about it. So to know that the swastika 
actually started back in Hindu. But now when we look at the swastika, we only look at it from the perspective of Nazi Germany till now. It's crazy. So I guess the, the point of this story is continue to do the right things in life throughout all of life. Because no matter how much good you've done to this day, you mess up bad enough. That's all we're going to remember you for. Period. Moving on. My guest is in the room, walking into the studio. Welcome him back. My guy has um, graced the, the studio once before in episode two. We had an incredible dialogue then. He came back because there was something that we started talking about that really touched on a special portion of the, the musical landscape. And it's a, it's a space that is occupied by few, but has, you know, left great footprints in music. And I think today we're going to uh, continue that conversation. But first, welcome him in, my guy, my friend, my main man. Mr. Sheldon, aka a super long name that I can't read. AKA <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get it together because because that's fire. I can't read it. Hold on. It's aka aka Keegan Midas, aka Master Sheldon, aka son of Shaolin. I gotta change the name. I just put Kung Fu Sheldon, it just sounded cool to me. <laughs> Kung oh, Fu Sheldon just sounds pretty dope. Assassin, but you know, you know, <laughs> there was, it didn't have enough space, didn't have enough character for all that. But back in the building, my man Sheldon is in the building. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank Welcome you back. Me. Pod is good. Pod is good all the time. And all the time. Pod is good. Last time you were here, we talked about the top five female rap artists of all time. Let's go over your list, shall we? Because my man Dub City jumped in in the chat right at the end and actually saluted your number one choice. Oh, he Missy said Elliot. he liked, he said, I like Missy at number one. Yeah. I respect Missy that. Elliot. So you have Missy Elliott at number one. Let me try to remember all of them. You Lauren had Queen, uh, Lauren Hill at number two. Mm -hmm. You had Queen Latifah at number three. Mm -hmm. You had MC Light at number four. Mm -hmm. And then the one that made its way into the list. The most incredible, the, 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 the single choice that probably dictated this entire episode. My man put Beyonce Knowles at number five of the mm -hmm. top five female rap artists of all time. Yes. So the conversation stirs around, wow. So you so so not just you, maybe other people you know agree that so we're saying that the contributions of female rap artists have either not hit the right level, right quantity, um, you know, overall or they just there's not enough of it to where it, it has as much of an influence as it should right. to the point where someone like Beyonce, who may just be like an honorable mention, if there are like top, there are five strong candidates in your opinion, hmm. we're saying that the, 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 there's a void. 
There is there's a, room there's for improvement. There's room for improvement. There's there's a huge void now. Once again, there is some honorable mentions that should have been like listed there that okay. I did not say. Right. Okay. Remy Ma would have been on there. Remy, thank you, Yo-Yo thank you. Would have been Yo-Yo. on there. You know what I mean? And yep. I, w- I I would mention the brat, but the reason why she didn't make my top list is because when she first came out, she was really kind of playing off the Snoop motif. That's what I said. Oh yeah, we right. talked about that. She felt like she was more of a a Snoop clone. So her in in it, I have a hard time with this word. <laughs> her 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 lack of being authentic to you made you go, sorry, you're just a Snoop. You're you're for not your my, own thing. No, for not, not for me liking her. I like the brat. For her being in my top five. Let's be clear. Got you. She didn't make my top five because of that reason. She's Got not you. out of the box of being raw and ridiculous. Right. She's right. out what of you? the box for being in my top five because of that. That's part of your criteria. Authenticity. Yeah. So her right. inauthenticity got her out of the top five. In the beginning of her career. In the beginning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I rock with it. Because, you know, when she started, even when she was on that song with Missy, she her verse was her. She was yeah. not sounding like Snoop, but her first functified. And listen, I probably blame JD for that more than I would blame her because I'm sure he's telling these young kids, yo, this is what's popping right now. Sound like this. Right. You know what I mean? Telling them so, how to lay it. He's sitting right. there pushing the button like, nah, nah, you you too edgy. You got to smooth it out. It's the Brett. You got to say, say a Snoop line to like pay homage to, you know, say rat, tat, tat, tat. And you know what I mean, like so. Yeah. So that was my only thing, like, cause yeah. I'm I'm definitely not dissing my girl, the brat. She's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to the brat. Shout out to yeah. the brat. Well, and it's crazy you say that, cause I, again, I didn't even, I had never thought about that, but, but even as I go over her lyrics now, like especially like in Functify, like that. So so lay back and listen as I catch up on my pimping and freak this duet just like Ashford and Simpson. That sounds like Snoop. You like you you hit it on the head. I never looked at it like that. Maybe because she came from a different region, maybe because it's also a female, maybe because it was so so deaf. So it was like, you know, maybe there was enough separation in other areas that I didn't hear it like maybe we heard um, you know, Debrat and, and Yo-Yo. I mean, not Debrat, uh, Ice Cube and Yo-Yo. Like that was right. like an easier connection because they're so close. But then the distance between the brat uh, and Snoop made me never make that comparison. But it is, I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of right there. It's kind of like, how'd you miss it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things that stood out to me kind of immediately. It was like, I I, I got where that was coming from. Now, yeah. funny thing is out of the dog pound camp, uh, Lady of Rage had her own style. She did not sound like, Snoop. She didn't sound like Corrupt. She didn't sound like Dad. She didn't sound like Dre. She didn't sound like none of them folks. So another honorable mention would be her. And once again, if I got to see what she would have done, you know, she kind of got stunned. She was another one of the artists that got stunned too. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, she could have rocked it even harder because she came out hard when she came out. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, all right. So um, all right. So let's talk about The Void. So, okay. so uh, we, we established in the, in, in the last episode that 
one of the characteristics that allows someone uh, to to receive the um, the credit so deserved to be in the top five, in your opinion, would be their ability to present themselves in a most multifaceted way. A lot of uh, yeah. pretty much everybody in your top five has shown themselves to be at least three things or more in yeah. in the artistic space. Correct. So. Are there is there anyone now? Before I say that, however, they didn't start off like that. Like they might have started off just rapping, and that rapping opened the door for them to then produce, or maybe open the door mm -hmm. for them to act, or whatever the case was. So, I know you, I'm sure you're not saying that a new artist right now has to already show themselves in all of these ways, but I would assume that because of everybody that you mentioned having a concrete rap foundation is paramount. So looking at any new artist, is there anyone that you can think of that you feel has that foundation that can be built off of to possibly one day reach that status? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Cause like it's, it's really hard for me with the new artists, like, like, and I am, I am still using the same criteria because, you know, we have a male artist who would fall into that criteria, like Childish Gambino, for instance. Um, yeah. Mad respect, because for me, it was like looking in a mirror. It's like, oh, this guy has multiple different talents. He could do multiple different things. And so Lauren Hill, when she came out, she was acting, you know, she was in a she was in a movie. And then, you know, then you start, then you see her singing and then you see these other things. Um, Queen Latifah parlayed her hip hop into other things. So you you would have had to watch her over time. Right, to see right. To see her whole thing. MC Light parlayed her thing into hosting, acting, production, all kinds of other stuff like that. So once again, you would have to kind of watch what she did with it afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, it, it's kind of the jury's out for me. I mean, there's a there's a couple of people have that opportunity to do that. And I don't know if they will. Uh -huh. um, um, so so some of the people that I didn't say that is like, obviously, they got bars. So one of the things that I'm not saying is the people that I didn't list don't have bars. I didn't say Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has bars. Nicki got bars to you. She she does have bars. Okay. I can't get behind all of her content huh. for my personal preference, my personal you, and you and you could also argue that um that she's presented herself in a multifaceted way because she's rapped, mm -hmm. she's the new age version of RB, she's sung. I wouldn't give her RB, but yeah, she can no, sing. No, I'm saying the new I'm saying if you if you put if they look at a a, a Drake or a Future, um, no, or... she doesn't do enough. She doesn't do much stuff in that realm. She does more stuff. No, no, she more than like Drake is always. What am I supposed to do? And you're like, okay, every song Nicki barely sings. I don't disagree she... with that, but I mean, I guess the argument would be like Queen Latifah wasn't singing all the time either. But, but when but she, she came up with that other album, that jazz album, she sang all over that thing. Right, but uh, but that was also some, some like you know, we were talking about some time that kind of occurred, right? It Nikki wasn't like had hella albums though. Like she's had the time. You know, I haven't mean? heard enough albums to 
to she, speak she on how much she more, sings. She probably got more albums than Queen Latifah right now. I, I would agree with that. But right. but you've heard enough. Okay, if you, I agree with that. Okay. Um. So, but Nikki got bars. She has bars. Don't, I don't cannot deny with that. her bars. I, like, like I would I say said, she's acting. I would say she's done a good job acting. What has she acted on? I haven't seen her act. She's acting like a rapper. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No shade, no shade. She actually said something to that effect that like that like this is this is my latest role. This is my newest role, and I'm playing the part of this role. And then I the mean, next she's phase, different personalities that she brings to, but she, but know. she said the next stage of my life, if it requ requires for me to be a different role, then I'll play that. So she kind of said, like, I'm, I'm playing this thing, like I'm. Oh, okay, let's go with this. Let's go. I like where okay. you're going with this. Yes. Yeah. First of all, who Nicki Minaj was? See, Nicki almost could have got my vote because of who she was as a rapper before. She was like mm. a gangster rapper, yeah, right? Yeah. And she, I didn't hear any of that. I didn't hear you any didn't? Of that. like she was like a different personality. She looked, I heard different. her poetry, but I never heard her as a gangster rapper. Before. I never heard her poetry, but she was hard, like you know what I mean. Um, and so, like, she was a completely like this iteration of mm -hmm. Nikki is a new iteration. Oh, you, yeah. you know, who helped bring her out? Um, I, I don't want to be quoted wrong on this, but you remember that group Full Force? Absolutely, I listen to them all the time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I know that sounds crazy, but they're like they're in my rotation like right now. Really? So so full so oh, full force has something to do with am. her. A girl like you, you just know. have to have more than one man. Cause I know I'm telling you, I rock with them. Heavy. Yeah, they they <laughs> they, they helped in the beginning of her career. Now they didn't bring her out wow. like baby and all this kind of stuff like that. But she was in their camp or some something like that. I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure I heard him wow. say it on on uh, Charlemagne and them show. You know, the Breakfast Club. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, and that's yeah. that's actually pretty dope. Like, I wish I wish more things like that were known because I do believe, as hip hop purists, we give a certain nod to people that are brought in, you know, from, from legends, you know what I mean? Like it helps in the acceptance of you when, you know, um, Dre brings in Eminem, you know what I'm saying? Or Dre, hell, who hasn't brought Dre brought in? <laughs> Dre brings in, name them, uh, Game, Dre brings in Kendrick, Dre brings in Snoop, like, Dre has just kind of been that conduit. Yeah. So yeah. that so, that's that's so, dope that that so full Nikki, force might Nikki have something to do with potentially, she could potentially get there for me, but once again, there's 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 subject matter issues. Now, one of the things I think is really interesting for women rappers uh -huh. is that like there's a couple of paths that they've kind of straddled. And some of them are more successful than others. And it kind of feels bad because men don't have the same um, kind of thing. Like it's either you come out as hard as the dudes or you come out overly sexy and sexual. Right. That's a fact. And so they and don't. Allow, yeah. It and, sucks. We, and, we, and if you don't, you, I agree with you. It's like, you kind of don't, you kind of don't go anywhere. You kind of just sit. Right. You kind of just and, sit there. And one of the people who came out who didn't have 
really that kind of vibe to me, even though you could tell she came from a place that was hard, was Dej Loaf. Dej Loaf. Mm-hmm. You know, I only heard the Try Me joint, which was fire, but um, that's interesting. Yeah. Dej Loaf. She didn't come out overtly sexual. She just came out kind of as herself, and it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I mean, felt- you- she kind of did have the, you know, the hard, the the, the brash element a little bit because she's yeah, but it wasn't like overtly like I'm almost a dude type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That what was she from? The, uh, I don't know. She's somewhere I think in the Midwest, maybe. There's love. I don't know. She sounds like she's from like Philly or the DMV or something. Yeah, some. Um. Maryland. Oh, uh, there she go. There's Dave's loaf. Um, yeah, I forgot about her. I forgot about her. Okay. Shame you forgot about her. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe yeah. if she did the overtly sexual thing and had everything flowing and flopping around, you know, she she'd be in your memory. Like that's the that's what I'm saying. Like, but I don't even remember her as a rapper. Like, I think that's more of why she wouldn't have came up to me because well number one she had one album so i mean one song that i know so it's like mims he had at least two songs but i still wouldn't think about him in certain conversations you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. it, it just wouldn't it, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't pop it he wouldn't be populated <laughs> in in my mind in thinking about an all-time list or something like that but yeah well we're, we're not talking about the all-time list now we're just talking about women rap just people right? just yeah yeah, yeah. and so the reason why i brought her in is because she's somebody who just you know recently kind of came out but she didn't really follow either the i'm hella hella hard and right. unvulnerable uh in or i'm overtly sexual and sexualized so that's kind of the thing and so you know it like i don't think like people's uh sexuality can't be a part of their music making agreed i'm just saying like there's a certain point when it goes it, it turns into to porno rap and like it's no yeah. longer like it's no longer an art form that like like really has that thing like that just can can go the distance you know what i mean right like it becomes almost like a um a cliche of itself you know what i mean yeah um, it, it's kind of like how we looked at money rap like after a while, I really don't want to hear a dude talking about how much money he got. And also now, you know, it's funny because that still was popular for a long time. But now Instagram people be getting robbed and you know what I mean? Like you putting your stuff on blast too much and then all of a sudden somebody's showing up. So like that's that, you know, that's kind of going out the door just just on virtue of, you know, how things are getting. But um, but that was like a this is a tragedy for hip hop because it it loses the value of kind of the multiplicity of different type of artists that can be out. Yeah. And like when, when we were in the Queen Latifah days um, and Moni Love, like they were kind of getting to be a little bit more themselves, even though they kind of had to show that they could do what the dudes can do. Right. And the one thing I will say about Nicki Minaj is like, as far as flow is concerned, she can do what the dudes can do. And then some, right. I'm talking flow. Like, yeah, you got all kinds of different flow patterns, all kinds of different characters that she brings into the 
into the mix. It's dope. She's Reminds dope. me of Tracy Lee sometimes. Yeah, and she's funny. Um, you know, so like she has a lot of things going on for her that like whether you like her or not, or like her content or not, you still want to like what is she gonna do? What is she gonna do now? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I want and, and that's a great trait to have because that I mean that's that's at the core of being an entertainer, you know what I mean? It's like you want to have something right. that people attach on attach on to you, whether it's your Kanye and they want to hear what you're going to say next, whether it's Floyd and they want to see if you're going to lose next. It's like you need something. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I got a question about uh, talking about how women basically have to kind of fulfill one one or the other request almost in either being tough or a gangster or being sexual. Do you think that that's a product of Hip hop, or do you think that's more of a product of America, a product of our culture? Like, is that just society? Because you can this almost argue that maybe society this, deals this that is, to women in other areas. This is what you see across the globe. Like, this isn't like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, and see, I'm a man, so like, it, you know, it feels even funny for me even talking about it. Like, I, I would prefer women to talk about this kind of stuff. But, you know, uh, but from what I've seen, there that like there's a lot of like uh boxes that people have for them just like how they have you know you you know what it's like to have boxes when people have boxes for you you yeah. know what i mean and so it's unfortunate because what it does is it limits the amount of creative stuff that we can have access to and that's what i loved about missy is that like uh missy got to be she came out like herself whether you like it or not you know what i mean and you know, when she wanted to talk about something sexual, she did, but but that wasn't the core of her appeal. You know what I mean? Right. Core of her appeal was how creative that she was, and that's where like that Tierra Whack girl, I think, is kind of filling that kind of area as well. She's like, I'm coming out as me. I'm doing this style as me. Like, I'll show you something that you might not think is attractive in one scene and maybe show you something you think is attractive in another scene. Like I'm going to show you the full range of who I am hmm. and all of this quirkiness. And so I think that there's an opportunity for right now for somebody to fill that, that void. Because if you think about it on the male end of the spectrum, uh, Childish Gambino filled that void for men. He said, okay, well, look, I'm more than just a rapper. I can do anything I want you're not going to be able to pigeonhole me and tell me what I am. I don't, I don't know what I am fully. So there's no way that, you know, that's, you know what I mean? And so I think like, I think it's awesome when any artist male or female gets to, gets to do that. And that's another reason why people get in my top 10 or not. Did they achieve that in some kind of way? You know what I mean? That's why Beyonce got on my list. Cause who can tell Beyonce what to do? Like, you should really be more like that. Beyonce is going to give you what she want to give you, and you're going to like it. Right, and if you don't me, like it, just, just for, every, for anybody that might be uh, wanting to know how Beyonce got on the list, can you think of a uh, of a song that Beyonce rapped on that you were like, "Yo, that one right there." That one was she that day. Hey, those bars that she said with Jay, without Jay. On that joint with Wayne, whatever. Like, are there any songs that come to mind? If not, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I, I'm not gonna say a song, but the album that she did with Jay, uh-huh. like she was all over that, like <laughs> busting rhymes, and I, that's when it first hit me. That's when I was yeah. just like, Beyonce can rap. <laughs> She's got bars. Like what? You know what I mean? Like that album proved it to me, and. She barred out over Jay on songs that they were on together. So that's kind of where I was like. You said she beat Jay out. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, for real. Look, I'm a big Jay fan. I'm not knocking Jay. But listen, you know how when you watch certain shows, like let's just say you're watching a dance show and Mm -hmm. you got two dancers on. You you might even have five dancers, but there's one dancer you can't stop looking at. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Right? Right. Now I'm talking about the 10. They'd be the one that, that did the choreography. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and that that's Beyonce on any of them tracks wow the Beehive loves you right now the Beehive loves you right now they're like but you know you, you have backed yourself into a little bit of a corner whenever we do the top five female R&B list because then if you do not add Beyonce of course that, now, you're gonna be, now you're going to be critiqued Highly, if you don't know, she's gonna get on there too because okay, then, because okay. then you gotta look like, like vocals are ridiculous. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean. She's on a she's on a whole another another level. Like, you know what I mean. Like entertainer. Like we had those kind of entertainers growing up, but there's not too many of those that they even allow to exist now. It's not even that there isn't people that are that talented. It's like they don't want that no more because that comes along with a lot of power. And the goal for a lot of the music industry stuff is to create something that they can put out control and then put out whatever. Like the next thing for real, if you want to get if we want to get a little bit deeper, the okay. next thing for real is going to be an AI holographic artist that from top to bottom is controllable. Hmm. Hmm. I like how AI artists. <laughs> yeah, AI artists, holographic oh, artists. Somebody gonna be in the background oh, yeah. in the suit doing the dances. The vocals are gonna be an AI driven thing. They're gonna be like, I want a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. Boom, put it on the track. They're gonna have the AI write the lyrics, write me a, a song. Then they ain't gotta pay nobody. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's a scary thought, man. That's yeah. a very scary thought. Shout out to Eric. What up, bro? What's good, fam? Thank you for being here, supporting. Love y'all. Love y'all. We in episode six with my man, Kung Fu Sheldon. I like Kung Fu Sheldon. That's just... Kung Fu Sheldon works. <laughs> oh, man, Kung Fu Sheldon. Shaolin Sheldon. They call me Kung Fu Sheldon. Shaolin Sheldon. Shaolin Sheldon is fire, too. You might want to take that as your rap name, too. <laughs> I know you already have a rap name, but I'm saying, like, Shaolin Sheldon is different. Like, that's... Like there's a whole marketing branding thing behind Shaolin Sheldon that even if you weren't good, which you are, but even if you weren't good, could still get you to a certain level off GP, like off marketing and branding alone. <laughs> Shaolin Sheldon could could be on a few stages. I guess that's what it is. I mean, it's funny because like. Didn't y'all gave me give me my rap name? Like I didn't pick it. Like that's the only ones that stick is when somebody else gives me. Right, name. right. Like, that's a fact. Like I, I'm like whatever. Okay, I'm with it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, all right. So, 
So okay, so you said you can't think of any current rap artists outside the what's the girl's name? What'd you say that you sent me? Oh, when I was talking about Dej Lo or or no, oh, no, no, Tierra no. Wack, Tierra Wack, Tierra um, Wack, Tierra Wack. I'm, I'm trying to think of I don't know, what is this whole whack thing? Do why people got whack in there? Like whack one hundred? I don't know. You know. <laughs> Eric said, "Who's the master?" Shaolin <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sheldon's the master. <laughs> um, yeah, this like like I don't know. We live in a different time. It feels like hip hop used to be like you know you want to be you wanted to have a dope name. You wanted to be a I'm KRS One. You I'm Big Daddy Kane. You want to you know what I'm saying? They're like there was. There was swag and prestige and like a hip hop name. Now it's like, I'm a I'm I'm Jason Cole. That's that's me. Jason, but you know what? There, there's a certain swag you gotta have I'm to Jeff. use your real name. Do you I don't know? I don't disagree, but I'm saying it's but, it's across the board. It's like no, I mean that's better than the lulls. I don't even want to get into the. I hate the look. I have a character. His name is Baby Young Lil. I I took all <laughs> of the names and put them in the worst order possible. I want to put Lil at the end. Baby Young Lil is his name. I like that, I, dude. I'm telling you. You talk about Shalvin Shelton. Look, that one right there is fire. You like Baby Young Lil? Baby oh. Young Lil. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show you Baby Young Lil because I had him. Uh, you know, I, I did him as a character on another. Um, Another show we were working on. Hey, I'll produce them. I'll make it. I'll make the beats for You're Baby Young Lil. I'll, for real, I'll make the beats. Let's do it. Okay, you you want to see the one where he got a girl uh, pregnant that he just met like a week ago, and let's, she's let's already like like hella pregnant. He doesn't realize that he yeah, you can't get. You want that one, or you want uh, the six nine of um, the six nine episode? Whatever one story. you think is the funniest. I don't remember them. Like I'm looking at it, it's like four years old. I really don't remember uh, then let, <laughs> at all. Anything because that's gonna be hilarious just to look back. All right. Okay, which one's shorter? I'll do that. All right. This the the six nine is is, is shorter. All right, so we're gonna go here. And we know we can play this because I own it. <laughs> exactly. I own it. All right, let's um Wait, hold up. <laughs> this can't get right. A cool rap. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Oh, we can't get right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> can't get right. Can't get right. But you got if your name is can't get right, like you gotta be the anti everything. Like you gotta say you gotta be opposite of everybody. You don't Whatever everybody else is saying is fire, you got to completely go against it. Even if it's like the like, I'm so happy Denzel got his, uh, his his whatever, however many Academy Awards, you got to go against it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just got to speak out on everything. Can't get I can't get right. Can't get with y'all. I, I think that's fire. Um, all right, let me uh, share this with you. There we go. There we go. This is not a party now. This is more like party ground. I can get you out the wall. A little richer till I can't no more.
man my man six nine about to get up out of there i was worried about the little homie he was about to you know oh. go down for a minute they had him they had him in the corner they had him in the corner what'd he do what'd he do he pointed <laughs> he did it so he told on snitch gang <laughs> snitch gang baby <laughs> yeah yeah so you saying snitching is cool yes so snitching's a good thing. Yes. So snitching is okay. Yes. Finish this phrase for me. Snitches get what? Riches. Stupid. That's not how it goes. What does all that? It wasn't me. What you mean? How, that, how is that a good thing? Why he gotta do the time, you know what I'm saying? They could've told, you know what I'm saying? They the dummies that didn't tell. So you can go to jail. <laughs> Write that down, that rhyme. I told y'all I was a rapper. <laughs> let me let me try to think of some young way to put it so you get what I'm saying, y'all can understand. Please tell him, please. Tell him what, what do you think he should've did since, since you the know it all. Um, all right, take this. Imagine you and your man. Y'all go out to the club. Y'all see a couple of dimes over there. Y'all want to holler at them. Dimes? I'm with that. Okay, I like your story. Let's go. But you find out that they're only like older guys who are professionals. Okay. Y'all think to yourselves, well, that ain't us. Let's figure this out. Y'all come up with a plan. You a lawyer, he a doctor. Mm. I see where you're going. Good one. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Y'all go over. Talk to the ladies. They buying it. Y'all like, yo, y'all wanna get out of here? They like, yeah, cool. Got him. Y'all leave out. You get to the car, your man forgot to take out his Uber sticker from the window. Oh, we forgot. Oh. She sees it, she's like, you obviously ain't a doctor. So now she's like, I'm headed to the house, I'm done. That's not good. Now he in panic mode, chasing up after her, and he's like, no, I'm, I'm saying, you know, he ain't even really a lawyer. Oh, why he gotta rap me out just cause he got caught up though? Oh, I get it. <laughs> That's funny. So, so that was Baby Young Lil. Baby Young oh. Lil. Like, you know what? I thought Baby Young Lil was a dancing bear. I was like, that dancing bear is ridiculous. How'd you make the dancing bear? How did, uh, that make? How did I make? Oh, oh, $5 on Fiverr. I what? got that dancing bear made, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. You gotta you know, show we, me we, a fiber, cuz. You know, <laughs> you, you know, we've talked about so much uh you know web content when it comes to you know designing websites and 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 designing, you know, doing videos and coming up with logos that I've tried to find the things that simplify the process because I feel like as creatives, that's where we get hemmed up a lot is in those those finite details where it's like man but i want an intro 
So how am I going to, and you come up with an idea and now you got to figure out what technology allows you to do that idea. And now you got to go through the learning curve of that idea. And hopefully by the time you get on, on the other side of that learning curve, you still have enough energy and motivation left to finish the project. Sometimes you'd be done moved on. Yeah. See me, I'm always too fast. Like I'm always ahead of the curve. So I mm. never reap the benefits of the curve. Like it's mm. always come after that, right? You know, mm. I was putting I was putting video up on the internet in like 2004, 2003. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, you know, I was you know coding and doing all this stuff and graphics and videos and all this kind of stuff like that way before. But like, to, like when you watch like the evolution and then people like the technology changes, people can now shoot a whole movie with their phone and it will be fire. Like they got special effects you can do in the phone. I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, so like I've learned that being first isn't always being first. Like sometimes being last is being first. And, you know, it, it's something I, I try to teach uh, people when I teach Kung Fu, <laughs> like be last. So true. So true. Um, have you been watching battle rap lately? Not since you like put me up on the, the madness. Is it has it changed? Is it the same? What's going on with it? You know, it's it's done some different things. I mean, I think like anything, like any creative or artistic expression, you're you're gonna have to weed through it to find what speaks to you. And I think that's what's hard for people with battle rap is that you can walk through a whole museum and look at a lot of different art pieces and they don't speak to you, but it also doesn't offend you. <laughs> mm -hmm. It also isn't distasteful to you. It just, you just don't necessarily rock with it, but you can continue to mosey through uh, a whole art exhibit looking for what speaks to you. And mm -hmm. I think with battle rap, what's tough is, Oftentimes, battle rap is very aggressive. It's, li it's literally what I call like the rapping version of a fist fight. Yeah, that's kind of what turned me off to it because it wasn't like when we were battling, like not to be the old fogey in the room. But what I mean is, like, first of all, they don't rap the beats. They don't that rap was the beats. weirdest thing for me. I was like, how are we calling it? Like, you're taking out one of the elements of it that's raw. You might as well call it battle slam poetry. Because that's what it really is. You know what? Since you brought that up. Since you brought that up. There is a battle league and they only rap to beats. Really? They only okay. rap to beats. That's good. Because, like, what's raw is when somebody rides a beat with a certain cadence and they're making it rhyme and they're staying on beat. That's another dimension of hip-hop. So if you lose that dimension just so you can say how many times you could shoot somebody and do this thing at them, and you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. is like me. So, like, I mean, like, I got it in the beginning. It was like, but everybody raps like that? <laughs> everybody does this style? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it kind of... It kind of takes something away from, and I can understand that. Like, I think when I first saw it, it, I didn't have a problem with the acapella ness because to me, it felt very much like it felt like Cassidy versus Freeway. 
like Cassidy is rhyming, and because he might have wrote it to a beat, or because he has his own rhythmic thing, you know, in his in his mind, it still has a pocket, it still has a flow. But when he wants to get outside of that, he can do that. And that's one thing, as you know, mathematically creating music or writing music, oftentimes you're you're restricted into the math of it. And so yeah. the first time I started listening to like Cassidy and then I heard Reed Dollars, I'm like, oh, you have space. You have space to get that thought out yeah. without going, oh, there's yeah. too many words there. I need to break that now into two lines, but now the two lines, now this is going to have to rhyme with that. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to get that here. Like, like you said, there's a whole craft to that, but there's also craft and like a debate or an argument. And I feel yeah, like the beauty hard. about a debate or argument, you don't have to, you don't have to um, uh, take away words so that it fits within, with you know, within the pacing. It's like you can get your whole thought out. And I feel like that's what battle rap started to be to me. Whereas, like you said, battle slam poetry, which I I can agree with. I think I took it more like this aggressive battle debate. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, 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 who's that dude that's like, let's get this work? Who's that dude? Oh, Lux. Lux. Now, yeah, he's he gonna, he gonna get this work. He's gonna get this. He's gonna get this work. Yeah. yeah so, 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 to me, it was kind of like the, this is the part I liked about it, right? Because he was one of those people. Because I, I swear, I, I quote that every time I'm doing kung fu. <laughs> let's get this work. Um, is uh, there's that kind of preacher type of thing going on? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's it's something straight out the pool pit to me. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it's, it's it's rhyming and you're giving somebody the business. You know mm. what I mean? So that part I did like about it. So that was like the first thing that was really interesting. It was something different. Um, but, you know, being like the head that I am, like, once again, I like I like hearing stuff to beats. But I do know what you mean when you're mathematically locked in to uh to a beat and they like that dude was able to do some things that set up the energy right. a little bit differently and also if you get a whack beat you know what i mean which can happen then it can throw your whole flow off because you don't control throw everything off you know and, and if you imagine these their, their their rounds be like three and a half minutes so a normal rap verse and a song is only 16 bars normally you know mm -hmm. fluctuates um, but if it's, if you got three minutes, you might not want to stay in that same pocket the whole time. Imagine rhyming, imagine, uh, uh, you know, you have a three minute song and you have to only go to patterns and flows that fit that for the whole time. Whereas like, if you, if you don't have that restriction, you can kind of slow it down. And now mm -hmm. I'm going to say this and this and that. But then when I come back with a that, but that, but that, 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 but you like you, 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 you can dance around a little more, um, lyrically more so than if you hear, you got to be here, and you got to be here the whole round, like three minutes, which is why I like this. Uh, shout out to Verbal Warzone. Verbal Warzone is the, the the league I was talking about that um that uh they do rap battles on beats and they've actually had some of the bigger named um, battle rappers on their league 
battling over beats just to prove that you know they can uh do it. So okay. verbal war zone, shout out to them. Hopefully for that, they won't, you know, they won't shut me down for showing that stuff. I'm shouting, shouting y'all out. All right. Shouting y'all out. Leave me alone. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna play this one because I still feel like Enes, though though he's made fun of because he was in the band, probably has one of the best flows in battle rap. He always sounds like he's over a beat. So putting him over a beat just helped his case. And he's going up against this dude named Fire the Misfit, who I've only heard on Verbal Warzone. I feel like the dude that um that that created Verbal Warzone, I'm forgetting his name right now, but I feel like I feel like that's one of his men mm. because he was he's like they're all he's like a mainstay on that stage. So we're gonna get into that one. I'm gonna just play like one verse from both of them. The dope thing that they do on Verbal Warzone as well. Uh, and anybody can go and check this out. It's on YouTube. Just look up Verbal Warzone, um, Enes versus Fire the Misfit. They do a different beat each round, but they both have the same beat for that round, right? So first round, they both rap to the same beat. Second round, they both rap to a different beat from first round. And then third round, you see what I'm saying? Another beat. Um, the producer sends them the should we get on time? The producer sends them the beat or some beat choices, and they get to pick. Like, like one rapper gets to pick his favorite, the other rapper gets to pick his favorite, and then the league picks one. Mm, okay. And I felt like that's dope. Like that kind of mm. balances it out. Like you get to pick something that you feel like is like complements your style. You get to pick out something that complements your style, but now you also get to show, but I could I could do what you do too, and you got the X factor of one that you didn't get to pick that you just got to make it work. So now do you um, think these are freestyles or do you think that these are written? Oh, none of this is freestyle. Okay. They, they're freestyle. And I mean, I guess I think I believe Cassidy sometime around the Cassidy and um, even though it's already being done behind the scenes behind sometime around the Cassidy era is where the term freestyle, I believe start, stop being about off the top. And started being about like there's there's no there's no specific thing that I'm talking about. This is just a this is just That's a verse. Like most of rap though. That's kind of weird. Like I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But people were walking around, especially in in Philly and in New York, and they just had raps. Like out here, we didn't do that. Like we 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 didn't just have tons of raps on deck. We were literally going and freestyling. We the right, next day you like asked that. me. You're right. The next day you asked me what I said to that guy, I'm like, I don't remember. Hopefully the fans do. But them, they, and, and they talk about it all the time. Back then, walking around Harlem, you might end up battling five or six times in one day, but you might have had 30, you know, rounds, 30, you know, 32 bar rounds on deck. And the person that wins was not the best rapper. The person that wins was who didn't run out of rhymes. That's whack. That's, that's whack. It was but just the East Coast thing. That's, that's, whack. that's whack for a couple of different reasons. One of the things about freestyle coming off the dome is that I made this stuff up on you right now. Right, right? Now. You know what I mean? And I had to be spontaneous. I had to use every single thing that was in the room. I had to talk about what you were wearing. I had, you know what I mean? I had to do yeah. all of those things in real time. In real time. Like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of those people that got a good grade because they had a good memory, but then they didn't, like, like, 
if you ask them later on in their life, they couldn't bring up none of that stuff. It's like, mm. that doesn't mean that you were like smart. Right. Smart. Right. That's just a memory. Right. Well, that's, that's why. a fact. That's why. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, I do believe that that there is there is skill and there is a talent in being able to have 10, 20 raps in your head and at any given moment, remember how to jump into any of those. It's not like preparing for a song. It's not like the, the art of coming off the top. You actually got to go back and remember material. So I, I, I do believe that. What I wrote in high school, in junior high school, like. Right, but I, okay, I don't disagree with that. But I guess what I'm saying is, I don't feel like I could have 30 random raps, like not like songs where I can be like, oh yeah, I wrote a song about that. It went like this, but 30 random raps that's just bars and you ain't this and this and that and the other and wordplay. And then someone walks up on me and they're like, yo, I got 20 rounds. Let's see if you can remember 21 of those 30. It's like, all right, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Depends on where I'm at that day. I don't, maybe I can remember, maybe not. <laughs> but that's like you know, it's, that's like having your face is so distasteful. You're like, I, I just hate them for even I, yeah, it's, coming it's so up bad. with this stupid. <laughs> idea. Like, can you imagine if your computer could only do canned responses or canned stuff? Like, here's the ten websites that you can only go to ever. I got them on deck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's whack, dude. That's garbage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to have to bring Cassidy on the show so y'all can argue about if that was fire or not, if that, if that made sense. But we're going, we're going, I know we're running out of time. So as we end, I at least want to let you see um, a couple of these rounds. Hopefully, let me know when you got to go. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let me see if I can change the the look. Let's see. Let's do it like that. All right. All right. All right. You can see that. Yeah. Make it full screen now. Yeah. Here we go. Now this says it's already full screen. Exit full screen. Make it full screen again. There we go. There we go. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, round one. Uh, looks like fire the misfit. How this gonna go down? Oh, hey, getting fucked up for three whole rounds. If I get pissed off, hospitals are incidental. Let it clip off. Shit long as the instrumental from the same city, but ain't no brotherly love here. There's a lot of drugs and guns, brotherly slugs here. Eat a dick, eat this fire. One piece, zip off the body. Michael Myers. Hey, boogie now. Just know if I slide through the hood, eat down. Look, oh, hey. We could rumble or we could throw lead. Shut the gun in your bitch mouth. Man, she a cone head. You could beg me to stop, but I'ma go ahead. She get the buck, let all three. Buck Lopez. Big man go crazy when I'm throwing chrome. Shit hitting ET, he gon' be phoning home. That was light. Let me get a repeat. This joint start blinking. I went and want to be ET. Said dead on your life. I said bet with it. We could fight. He gets it right. And then I'm left with it. Get it right. Dare on scene. Then get left with it. Cut the shit. Knife through his lip. Why I cleft with it. I came here to outwrap you. But bro, don't get out of hand. I slap you with the brown side. Like, welcome back to smack. His you first hit me. Remix it back to back. 
Real shit, I'm not no slouch. Rick James, your bitch pussy. Got my spot on the couch, thought you paid the bill. She said, this is not Ness house. He ain't even got keys, I'm about to lock Ness out. I thought you was a monster, big car, Tonka, big gun, Contra. Nigga, you an imposter. You picked this beat, I know you ain't think. You get a rope around your neck. You thinking Cuban links to get a scar across the cheek. Think of Cuban link, but boy, I'm known to terror squad like Cuban link. It's whatever you wanted to be, see? Try and beat me, hope it work out, nigga, P.E. You ain't been the same since that PC. Hollow man fucked you up and had you smoking PC. P, nigga, that ain't no weed, nigga. This nigga leave you wet. No, I don't mean dippers. First of all, things your motherfucking lane, nigga. I don't play around. I ain't no motherfucking nigga. Already you're not. You really your body losing the E. Go for every motherfucker in the room. Fire. All right, that was round one. Fire the misfit. Light. You know what I'm saying? Light round. Okay. okay. I feel like, you know, it's definitely beatable. Uh-huh. Definitely okay. beatable. He he had a you know, a couple little moments, but nothing crazy. Nothing to write home about, nothing to n- nothing that's that's make you like, "Oh, I need to hear more of this artist." Right, right, uh, right. So 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 let's but uh, you heard him say it. You picked this beat. So my first instinct is that Ness's verse should be crazy mm-hmm. if he picked this beat. Okay. Let's see. Let's All see. Right. Yo, check it. Uh, straight off the back, I don't know this dude. So I wouldn't hesitate to put a hole through, dude. Man, I don't trust niggas far as I can throw this dude. Put you in the Uncle Otis, that's the old head move. Go and get your young boys and your old heads too. I don't do the typical shit your old heads do. I'm good anywhere I go. They like, go ahead, Luke. He wide open for the shot. I'm like, go ahead, through. I drop fire in the hole. These rounds is on fire like that fire in the stove. That fire from the hole. It's like a fire, fire, how they slide down the so when they start shooting that shit out of my control I teach you how to fight fire with fire This is Rocky Part 3, I got the eye of the tiger Empire State Building, I look higher and higher The bitch let the whole hood hit, why would you wipe her? Lou, I've been with the shit since I was in diapers Decapitate him on cam like I was the ISIS And keep talking shit, he the biter and biters Then Rook hit the hood hit, why would you wipe her? Man, I shoot you in your head, now your roof is on fire And keep shooting, this gon' feel like you was on fire But when the last time you heard Roof was on fire Then I bring up down the house now Roof is on fire FYI, I kill FYI I kill Bill with this butter dog And that's my guy Why it's your blue gang dog That's my squad I mean you still could get left If you catch my vibe Incarcerated Scarface Getting high in the car chase I crashed in the boardwalk I landed on Park Place Got them fucked up And took me to that dark place My heart raced The barrel on my shot his heart shake You start late I stay plowed in like a barmaid My shorty Walk around with a trace of barmaid And she'll leave a nigga right wherever he parlay You pull up on me the wrong way You get parquet Or paralyzed from the wheelchair and the wheelchair Niggas traumatized over me and they still scared My bitch got a fake ass But she got real hair I'm about to 3 this little lame and it feel weird Still flair, I catch niggas stay in this space Certified bad boy, don't compare me to mace I got booked for some weed It was barely an eighth The cops was looking for a gun It's right here in your face Man, somebody call him yeah it wasn't crazy oh man um so i definitely uh, thought was gonna have a better round i think i remember this battle and i feel like i feel like if i recall correctly um ness did have a good round in this but that round one just felt 
like a wash. Like I really, I really wanted to hear "Can't Get Right" at that point. I was like, <laughs> "Can't Get Right." Like he needs to get on this this battle right now. Like that's what needs to happen because this, <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. Like there's a lot of things about that that um that feel weird. Hmm. You know what I mean? Don't don't it feel uncomfortable? Don't you feel uncomfortable watching it? But I feel like that with a lot of battle rap when it don't hit. Like like when I watch battles, uh, I watch battles a lot. Mm-hmm. When a battle is hitting, oh, it, there's nothing better. There's no art form better. Or the art or the crowding into it, or or the in it, or because the crowding into it, the artist starts to get less confident. It feels like that felt where you just kind of like, I, I I feel like. I feel like I wish you were at home too. I feel like, like, like you're in your head thinking, "I wish I was just not here." Yeah, and I'm well, like, you know, "I wish that for you." Like, like when you see the other person who's getting it handed to them at the time, how they have to figure out what they're gonna do with their face. <laughs> like, 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 I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look like this. I'm gonna look over here. I'm gonna act like I'm feeling it, kind of, but it's not that good. So I can, yeah, you know, like, like I feel for the person who has to come up with their facial expressions while the other person is rapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know they talk about that in battle rap too, where it's like, like you want to play good defense, and so right. some some battle rappers are like, I don't give, I don't give nothing. Like I don't care how fire it is. I'm just gonna sit there. And and make no face. Others others are like, yo, if it's fire, I give it up, like, because because I love the art. So if you say something crazy, I'm a. And then there's one that I know of this rapper T Top. He he gets on my nerves because he's like the everything you say is trash. Right. Like you could say something fire, the crowd can erupt, building can be shaken, and T Top would be like, wow, it's trash, 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 and it's like. Dude, stop! Like, as a fan, I don't want to see that. I don't. It's <laughs> his turn, though. What do you say? Does he come off when it's his turn to like prove that to be true, or does he not? He, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does his thing. I can't say that he, you know, he's better than the other person. There's been plenty of battles that I heard him or saw him in, and I'm like, you're you're now a couple of rounds into hearing the material that your opponent has and it's way better than yours. So either it's just good defense or you're delusional, but you haven't said anything better than him yet, but you still like, it's trash. The, the, the other part that trips me out, cause I I'm thinking back to old battles with us, yeah. right back in, in high school. And I saw somebody on here, I think it was from high school, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Old school peeps. Um, yeah. But uh, so we had like home court advantage sometimes, right? Where it was our crew around and then the battling invaders were coming in. And so the hype was especially towards us, not to say that we wasn't giving it to them because we weren't giving it to them, but like they couldn't do, like they could have said some potentially fire, but you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, because you're battling us. Like, you know what I mean? So when I was watching it, I was thinking, like, who got home court advantage here? Somebody's got home court advantage. I didn't know if it was the first dude. It seemed like the first dude who had home court advantage or something. Yeah. It's, it's funny because they kind of 
weirdly enough, I think they both do because I feel like this is done either in Philly or near the Philly area. So Ness kind of has a home field advantage because of that. But Fire the Misfit, this is like his home league. So oh, then he kind of has a home field advantage as well. So it's like, you know what I mean? That's a good point that you make. And and interestingly enough, they might both like almost be even as far as who has the advantage. Who who was that comedian who had that like who had that clip of him battling somebody? He's like, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> and he would say something like stupid and like like uh what would we say three and a comedian? I watched that. And the whole crew was like, oh, they go nuts. You know what I'm saying? It was hell. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 That that, that reminds me of um of uh Kev, Kevin Hart's uh chocolate dropper. Yeah, see, he came on there with them. I think he like did yeah. that whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like that. So I mean, I I I I know what you like about it. Because you and my brother are on the same page about that stuff. Um, there's so many weird things about it that it's hard for me to fully get into. Like I can get the hip hop in me is like, oh damn, he killed it on this one, or he, you know. But then there's the like the human being in me that feels all kinds of funny watching it. It's yeah. kind of like when Prince did the butt out pants. It's like I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> this is I'm never going to forget this, but I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. That's how I. That's how I feel. I don't know. Right, but, yeah. Before I let you go. Yeah. Because I I know we we over time now. Um. There is. There is one. Um, battle, that I don't believe. Uh, you will have any issue with. We can. I don't know if we can listen to the whole thing next time, but but anyway, I just want to play one round from who I would say if I had to give a top. If I had to give a top three, he might. He's probably in my top three of battle rappers mm. of uh, uh of all time. He's out of Watts, California. Uh, his wow. name. Every every battle rap lover out there knows exactly what I'm talking about, but um. Uh, his name is Daylight, mm. and he is—he's a—he's a—he's a rapper's rapper. Let's say it that way. He's okay. a rapper's rapper. Um, I don't know if I should just play the audio because can you see? I don't know. If nah, I put put it on the screen like you did before. I, I can't because they have an app, and that's why I was looking for it. Oh, they have an app. Okay. Yeah, and so I can't. Uh, well, I can see it, but I don't know how well it's going to come off. But you could do it. Yeah, and I don't know how. How much gonna be able to hear it? Um, Give it a shot. How can I play this? Maybe. No, that's it. Well, hold on. Let me, let me do this real quick. Let me t tell me if you can at least hear it. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's see if you can at least hear it. Yeah. Mr. Big Clip with the big drip. You hear that? Mm -hmm. Oh, he focused. He's so consistent. This who we applaud. You know, species who don't like to evolve have no existence. That's why when y'all tell me he's a legend, I say, what the fuck for? You want to know what's ironic? 
how you the face rock when you ain't in a conversation of Mount Rushmore. Let me explain. Let me explain. Like a Logan flight, or oh, you bow the pipe, or oh, you's a brave man. How does it feel to be in a parallel universe when you do the verse? For example, how are you the face rock when you're not in the conversation of Mount Rushmore, and yet you the caveman? Oh, I get it. You like to stick to the fire. You like to stick to the fire. Real quick, this is one thing I do hate about battle rap is that when I'm playing it for somebody who doesn't listen, it's easy to miss all the references. So, like, his name is Rock, Tay Rock. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying, How you the but he's known as the face of URL. Mm -hmm. He's known as like their top guy. So he's Mm -hmm. saying, How you the face rock, but you're not in the conversation of Mount Rushmore. That's fire. But if you don't know he's the face of URL, it's kind of hard to put all that together. And then when he said, then when he said it's a parallel universe, that's a, that's a connection back to Danny Myers who, who like takes one thing and inverts it and shows it a different way and calls it a parallel universe. So he's saying you're in a parallel universe because I said, how you to face rock when you're not in the conversation of Mount Rushmore, but you still the caveman. So, you know, caves all around Mount Rushmore and his group, it's called the cave, and he's the leader of the group. So it's like a lot of it's layered with references that you know what I'm saying. You you get that's yeah, always it's, the struggle. It's, it's very meta meta, but I will say this though, like regardless of me not necessarily knowing all that, I kind of got it. I can pick up on what he was trying to say. Um, but I did not enjoy the delivery, even. Mm. Because once again, like I said, there's a level of it that reminds me of somebody in the pool pit, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so the right. delivery yeah. of that person is is huge. Like that's going to make you feel it or not, whether yeah. the band or it, playing or not, right? You're going to even feel them or not. If somebody comes off with kind of a whack delivery or even a standard comedian, it's like your joke was like it was multi-layered, but you kind of didn't nail the landing. You know what I mean? I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't and disagree. So that's how I felt because we're gonna get this work. I was feeling him like I was like, yeah, we're gonna get this work. Let's yeah, go you, and do that. You know, you know what's hilarious about you saying that though is that <laughs> the 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 two compare. There's a few comparisons in battle rap, and mm-hmm. that's one of the consistent comparisons is daylight and lux. Matter of yeah. fact, that is the number one battle desired amongst all battle rap fans is daylight and lux. So. I do understand, like, he rapped a specific way in this battle, which I also think, again, anyway. Um, the delivery was fire. Like, I didn't know nothing about battle rap. When I saw that, I was like, not only was it memorable, I'm still quoting it to this day. I've integrated it in, into my life. Like, <laughs> it's like one of those terms that I've integrated in my life. Like, like he killed it because the delivery was there. And that, that other battle rap thing that you showed the second time, the first dude had better delivery than the second dude. The second dude, it wasn't that his lines were off. It was that he wasn't hitting them, like, right. Yeah. You know, like, he kind of, like, you could feel his confidence waning when he was saying it. And so it just didn't it didn't land the way. But the first dude was doing it, and I wasn't even necessarily into the first dude's thing. But he had better delivery. It's kind of like, you know, there's, there's some rappers that we know uh, that – that they didn't have the same delivery as somebody else in their group. Right. And if, if it's a group and you know who they are and you're like, yeah, I like him in the group, but I wouldn't buy a solo album. Mm. 
Why you got to put Magoo out there like that? Why? That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. That's cool. I did not say anything That's about crazy. Magoo. But so, so, so let, let, let's go. Let's go with Magoo if we're gonna do this. If we're gonna do this, James, since you're doing this, I didn't do this. Magoo was like That's crazy. Tip without the tip. <laughs> oh, oh, Eric, Eric in the chat said. What stands for we are taught to survive. That's fire. Daylight should put that in his in his bars. He should start it off with Watts. We are taught to survive and then go in. That, that's that's crazy. That was better um, right there. I didn't even know that. But he when does say the league, James. When you joined in the league, he does say that he agrees. I'm assuming he agrees with what you said, maybe about uh the delivery. Delivery because yeah. because I get that. Like when I hear it. I think I've gotten so in tune with battle rap because I listen to it a lot and I listen to, you know, obviously rap music a lot. But, you know, my, my mom, my wife were just talking the other day about I'm so weird because my my playlist will have like some aggressive underground rap. But then it'll have like French jazz music that's that I, I can't even speak that it'll have. You know, like it's all over the place. It'll have Brazilian drum music. It'll have blah blah blah. And so I, I think when I go into my battle rap space, I'm not, I'm listening for lyrics more than anything. I'm not listening to delivery as much unless the delivery is crazy. I'm not listening for flow as much unless the flow is crazy. The number one thing is the. The writing, the wordplay, the the analogies, the the way you go in and out of these different similes, like how do you break it down bar for bar? Now, then on top of that, if you can stack it with some dope delivery, with some good joking points, with some great timing and pacing in the round, that just makes you even more flawless. Mm. But but I might not hear that as the first thing, whereas if you're not necessarily tuned into that, like you said, the first thing might be like, man, I just can't get with. The delivery, which I respect. What I was about to say earlier was one of the first things I thought when I first started watching battle rap in its new era was like, why are so many people on stage? Like I couldn't even get into the performance because my eyes weren't trained into the or not, not trained, but like acclimated to seeing 50 people on stage. Like, why are they just the there? Too. That's that's part of the discomfort. Like I, I feel uncomfortable in a room with that many dudes standing around, you know what I mean? And right. I don't know who's going to do something. You know what I mean? Because all it's going to take is somebody to say something or get too close into somebody's face with this gun metaphor, and then all of a sudden his homie is hollering out. Like, I'm waiting for that to, to happen in those scenarios. It makes me feel very uncomfortable on multiple different levels. Right. And so, like, I'm like, why are they there? Are they rapping? Like, are they are they going to spit? Like, and they never do. Right. No, they, they never do. And that's that the ambiance took me a while to get to get connected to. But if I could say anything, the best connection that I can make is you got served. If you think about the movie, you got served and imagine all those dance battles and erase everybody around to where it's just the dancers. It's still dope, but the ambiance adds a level. It adds a layer to see like, oh, Oh, like that feel gives it a little more gravity or even another one is eight mile imagine eight mile and they're just on stage alone 
But they were though. They were on stage, and then there was an audience. So no, no, no. But they had their crew on the side. They were like, right? You know what I'm saying? They were like flanking them off to the side, and you had Future pretty much like in the middle. Like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Like, there was still this element of there's there's people around, and every scene is not just. It's rarely just the artist, and so it took me a while to get used to it. But over time, I'll admit. I did get used to it for what it is. Now, if I were to watch even like Wu-Tang right now perform a concert at the BET Awards and it was 50 members of Wu-Tang, I'd be like, why are they on stage? I don't want to see this for a rap performance. I don't mind it for a rap battle anymore because it, it, for me, it just kind of blends in. Like I don't, the same way that you probably don't, aren't paying attention to every little thing behind me. It's like me watching battle rap. Like it's just part of the background to me now. Hmm. So that's interesting. I mean, I get it. Like, I think like you remind me of like the quintessential like hip hop fan, kind of what I was talking about, like the reason why certain people liked certain artists, like like we we were into certain type of artists at yeah. when we were growing up, right? And yeah. if they didn't like we weren't we didn't care too much about the beats as much. I mean, we liked the beats, but like we wanted to hear the wordplay and what they were gonna say. Other people's concern was more, I like the beat. That's all I care about. I don't really care what they're talking about. And that was right. kind of like the difference. And so I think like how you get into it is very similar to how you got into hip hop before was yeah. this is really about these things. This is my criteria for what makes this dope to me. And yeah. um, and for me, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of in between. Like I, I, I love the lyricism. That's the thing that I'm paying attention to. But um. The lyricism, the part of the lyricism that gets on my nerves, and this is the thing that I can't get with, like, long term. It's like cool one or two of these, but everything that's about like gunplay, gun metaphors, <sighs> like it's cool if that was in your uh, that was in your rap song, and you were just saying basically my 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 tongue is like a gun or like a sword. I Wu Tang said it or whatever. But yeah. if it's every single one, and every single one is about. And this is this is what kind of turned me off to a lot of hip hop after a while was if everything we're talking about is how good I am, how much better than I I am than you, then to me it's just at a certain degree just ego rap and yeah. you know some kind of mental masturbation and like that's not interesting to me. Yeah. So like as I've matured as a MC, but also as just a human being, like I stopped rapping for like years because I was like, is the next rap I'm going to talk about how awesome I am? Right. You, know yeah, I mean? you do get off of that. Yeah. 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 How many times can I tell you how great I am? That's that's kind of that's kind of boring to me now. And the one thing that I will say that some of the young people are bringing to hip hop is they might be saying some weird, crazy stuff, but it's interesting. You know what I mean? It's interesting um, as opposed to, you know, I'm the greatest MC that ever lived. Nobody says MC no more. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, that being said, man, I know I've kept you uh, a bit over time. I yeah. appreciate you indulging, indulging the studio and being here. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we didn't really find any new female rap artists, but you know, I know they out there. I know well, they're listening. We talked about a we talked about a bunch of them. Um, right. right. We weren't just, talking about five. We were just talking about folks that's out there. Just folks that's out there. Just mm -hmm. folks that folks that's out there. And so. I appreciate everybody for tuning in, everybody in the chat for joining us. 
This has been episode six with Kung Fu Shaolin Sheldon. Pod is good. And we will, time. you know, you was a little late. You know what I'm saying? Back late, to that math. You know, you know what I was, stuck on? I, was, I was stuck on a controversy I was about to drop on you. There's another lady MC that I'm about to drop on you before we leave. Everybody's going to be like, what? Brandy. <laughs> All right, man. With, 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 that, with that being said, Shaolin Sheldon is, is out of here. My guy, I love you, bro. Pot is good. All the time. And all the time. Pot is good. Cashmere, California, we out. Brandy. Wow. Check out the flows.